Welcome to the Open House podcast site, available at openhousecommunity.com.au. So let's take you straight to London again tonight to hear directly from one of the groups working at the Games. More Than Gold is seeking to get UK churches engaged with the Games. They've often been described as street chaplains. John Burns is the UK Director of More Than Gold and he joins us now from London to update us on this past week. John, welcome to Open House. Yes, hello, good to speak to you. Great to have you with us. What's this first week of the London Olympics been like for you guys? Well, it's been a great Olympic so far. Obviously, when you're English, you're just hoping there's some medals to, to be worth hosting it. So it's been an exciting week here. The opening ceremony was exciting, and, and really the whole, whole of London has got a real lift. People are very excited to be hosting it. Yeah. Can you put into words the kind of buzz that the Olympics has brought to the city as opposed to normal London? Yeah, well, actually, we've had a good year, really, because obviously a year ago we had the Royal Wedding, and then a few months ago we had the Queen's Jubilee. So it's all felt like it's been a, a bit of a British revival, really. Yeah. And uh, people are quite proud to be British at the moment, and then with a good Olympics as well and that wonderful opening ceremony, people are really excited to run at the moment. Great stuff. So how many people are taking part in More Than Gold, and what's the range of tasks they're doing, John? Well, in total, we've got about 3,000 churches involved in partnership with us and over 70 organisations. And then, obviously, you've got volunteers from all those churches. And then, adding to that, 2,500 volunteers that have come in from countries around the world to support us and help out with mission teams placed in churches. So what are they doing then on the streets, John? Yeah, all kinds of different ministries, really. There's some water distribution that the Salvation Army are leading on. There's uh, street pastors working to support the police in some of the hot spots. We've got uh, kids' clubs and youth cafes and sports clubs in parks. All kinds of things are going on. And what's been the response? Well, you know, normally London's quite a tough place. People <laughs> don't talk. You know, the tubes, everybody keeps their head down. Um, but actually, the whole atmosphere is much more friendly. It's always like this. I was in Vancouver, and it was the same for the Winter Olympics there. People are, you might remember down in Sydney, that people are very chatty suddenly. People have some common cultural glue to talk about. Did you yeah. see the match last night kind of thing? And so as a result, people are really responsive. And we haven't gone down the route of trying to give people loads of Bibles and literature. We're just trying to help people befriend them and serve communities, and people are responding very, very well to that. Yeah, so if you're not handing out Bibles and um, you know, you're handing out water, what else are you doing then on the streets to engage people? Well, in truth, we, we are giving out literature, but not as the first part of call, usually on the back of conversations. There's this wonderful little tool here called a mini-mag, like a pocket guide, which is about a 12-page little thing that's full of Olympic stories and medals and history and four or five athletes' testimonies and a tube map built into it. And then the last page is a full-up um, kind of mechanism for those that want to look into Christianity further. So we've, everybody's got stacks of them and they're giving them out to everybody that they have a conversation with. There's lots of conversations going on, lots of engagement, and there is follow-up material we're giving on the back of the relationship. So people are quite accepting about these kind of approaches and just a, a level of engagement. They're not wary at all? No, no, there isn't, there isn't much cynicism to our surprise. Although I did feel that the Olympic fever would kind of catch and people wouldn't be so cynical. We, we're talking to people on tubes and in bars and on the streets and people want to know what more than gold is. We've all got our T-shirts on. What are you doing? We say, well, with the church, we're trying to help out and serve community. And uh, people are really responsive to that. I well remember that same vibe in Sydney. One of the dynamics that I will never forget is 
as opposed to normal when people just sit on a train and stare ahead, people were just engaging in, in conversations with total strangers. Well, it's funny because in London people think I'm Crocodile Dundee because I talk to people on the tube <laughs> and that's rare. But suddenly I'm normal. <laughs> John, how did you become involved in this ministry? What prompted you to be part of it? Well, I've been involved in 20 years in major mission initiatives here in England. Uh, I used to be involved in youth ministry with Youth for Christ a lot. And, uh, and of late, I've been pastoring a church in the north of England. And really, when I realized, you know, this is going to be the only time the Olympics in my life would be here, I just thought I had to push some other things to one side and play my part and get involved. Yeah. And I've been fortunate enough to be involved right in the center of the thing. Have you been surprised at the response of people within the churches that they've really gone with this? Yeah, do, do you know what, if I'm honest, it's been a bit hit and miss. I, I, this is the biggest Mormon goal by a long way, but I was expecting bigger. I couldn't understand why any church wouldn't get involved. And it's true, 3,000 churches is fabulous, but some churches just haven't got it. They haven't seen that it would be a big thing. They haven't seen that people would engage with it. And my guess is a lot of them will be disappointed that they've missed that opportunity. Well, that have got involved with us have been really, really supportive. Yes, my guess is that it's a good thing to be involved, a good thing for the people who are taking part. Oh, totally. And, and, you know, it's the same with any level of engagement in mission. The more you put in is the more you get out. So if, if a church makes no effort and they say, oh, it came and passed us by, well, it will do. But for yes. a church that says, let's hold an opening party for our neighbourhood, and it's 12,000 people turn out, like a church in Dagenham, they're going to have relationships for 10 years deep in the community because they went for it. And if you go for it, often God blesses that. Yeah. I suppose that's the measure. Are there long-term things that you're looking at as a result of more yeah, than well, well, obviously, legacy is a key word, and there's, there's various angles to it for us here. One is, today we just started training up leaders from four other nations that are hosting major Olympics. So we're handing on what we've learned. That's part of the legacy. But in England, part of the legacy is we've, we've taught the church some new ways to engage with communities. I don't think that'll stop. I think community parties and kids clubs and youth cafes and, and even street pastors will be things that will go uh, deeper and further and wider from this point. They won't stop. John Burns, thanks very much indeed for joining us. We wish you all the best for the rest of London 2012. Absolute pleasure. Thank you for your spot. We hope you enjoyed this Open House podcast. Thanks to Christian Super and Real World Technology Solutions. To hear more from Open House, visit openhousecommunity.com.au.